0: Hi everyone, I'm Esther Kovač, co-founder of Drone Talks, and I am uh, now talking with Sasha Oliver Schott, who is the drone section manager at IASA. Hello. Hello Esther. Thank you for accepting my invitation. So tomorrow you'll be leading two workshops at the IASA conference here at Amsterdam Drone Week, right?
1: Right. Tomorrow will be a busy day, for me in particular, but also for all of our team. We will have two interesting um, technical workshops back-to-back. I was already joking earlier that probably afterwards I will have a good rest in the high-speed train back to Cologne.
0: Yes. And what are those topics? You know, 5G, one of the hottest uh, topic as of today. So maybe let's start with that workshop, you know. So I was just wondering, you know, how cellular connectivity can enable drone operations or where is the added value, you know, or what do you see as of today of those capabilities? Yes.
1: So cellular connectivity, in our opinion, will be one of the key enablers for very low level Uh, drone operations in particular in an urban context. Why? Because primary radar uh, will probably not work there. Uh, The usual transponders have their limitations in that uh, very low level airspace. And we are looking in particular for very light, very cheap and affordable off-the-shelf products that can ideally be used. So contemporary infrastructure that everyone is carrying around, for example, something like this, ideally, and we are exploring to which extent aerial use can uh, can be, uh, is possible already today, or which are, we are discussing in that panel, which are uh, barriers that are needed to be overcome, uh, to which extent is the reliability already assured okay. of the connectivity, which are technical solutions that are already available today in order to assure that a minimum of connectivity can be provided in a given flight sector, yes. for example.
0: Yes. So, you know, two questions on that. The infrastructure is already there from the telcos, right? But is the technology ready for this? You know, what's your take on that?
1: That's the question. One of <laughs> the key questions I'm going yeah. to be ans- uh, asking my my panelists tomorrow. Amazing. Because EASA is an aviation safety regulator is not a telco specialist so we have invited and we've teamed up with the telco world here in order to find out and get their views and to get answers to exactly a question like this so are they ready can they can they support the drone industry yeah um, but there's one more very important factor that we also see in particular with this um, electronic conspicuity discussion we have been wrestling, we are trying to make manned aircraft electronically also conspicuous uh, to unmanned aircraft yeah. in new space airspace, for example. Uh, and that comes with the added benefit of uh, potentially uh, resolving a long-standing problem that we have in the general aviation domain, where we are struggling for a long time with with a with a good degree of interoperable uh, um, situational awareness that can be provided for um, collision avoidance for example so okay. One of the points we'd like to discuss as well with the GA community is to which extent can mobile phones already today and ADSL, as we call it, the ADSB in light version, support um, the GA community. So uh, everybody who uses very low-level airspace, be it the hang glider, the paraglider, yeah. um, and, and uh, the glider pilot and the microlight pilot, for example.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think the question is always here, the SLA, right? So, what's the minimum, you know, service level agreement, what these telcos can provide? Because I guess you are a safety agency, you need to know the minimum requirements met for safety, right? So, probably, this is one, what I guess you will also discuss, you know, your first point is safety always at the ASA.
1: Yes. As a safety regulator, exactly. Well, our mandate is to talk about safety uh, and environmental uh, compatibility and protection in the first place. We are not the ones to talk to when it comes to uh, what's the price tag. To yeah, sure, it, yes, right? yes. We are often being asked that question. We are sensitive to this question obviously because we understand that even if we wanted to in the terms of safety promotion foster and support voluntary equipage with some so- sort of uh, equipment on a voluntary basis, there is a certain price elasticity segment in aviation uh, that should not be exceeded, otherwise it would not work. Uh, So you you, you don't have that safety benefit. We are mindful of this, but we let the market to regulate this afterwards. Amazing. We keep saying that EASA as an aviation safety regulator needs to be technologically agnostic.
0: Amazing. Amazing. That's a super interesting. And the next panel after that is about eVTOL and IAM, demonstrations in Europe airspace. Mm. So, you know, I'm just wondering, do we need these demonstrations? I, I see now, you know, I open my LinkedIn and I see demonstration here, demonstration there, there's another one. And uh, do we need those ones or what do they prove, you know? Or is it something which is just, you know, uh Done, you know, and we always overlapping the same, or, or there is really a big volume on those ones. What's your take on this?
1: Again, I, one of the key questions I'm going to ask my six panelists, by the way, oh, oh, so it will six. be a pretty packed panel. Yes, um, intentionally, I must say, because in that panel I wanted to have a very broad range of um, stakeholders of the community of what we term uh um, the iam community and here in particular the the future uam uh, yeah. community so that we get all their views and i have six highly interesting uh, people i'm very grateful that they have all accepted my invitation to join me on that panel and uh, i'm looking forward to one of to answers to, to that question because you are not alone. Uh, every time we read in the news yeah. that this OEM, that OEM has done another demo flight in in some uh, some European city, what's the added value? What's the added sorry? What's the added value of repeating exactly. those demonstrations? Right. Um, I have a personal suspicion. I'd like to get that confirmed tomorrow. Personal suspicion would be, for example, that repetitive. Um, demonstration flights will likely help foster societal acceptance in different places Yeah. key markets. Okay? But um, there may also be other motivations around, because every city context seems to be have its own specifics and that needs to be tested and validated. But that's the type of stuff I'd like to ask my panelists tomorrow.
0: It's amazing. I'm actually going to attend. I think it's a very, very interesting topic, you know, one of the hottest topics. And also, what do we do with the data of the demonstrations, you know, what what is going to happen with those ones, you know. So, it's very, very exciting. Thank you so much, you know, for this uh, interview. You're
1: welcome. And I'm looking forward to interesting discussions Thank tomorrow you. with my two fellows.